What's going on, everybody? We're back here for another episode of Triggered, coming to you live from the NRA annual meetings in Indianapolis, Indiana. And we just got done at the NRA ILA Leadership Forum, which was sponsored by Town Hall Media. And the president gave quite the uh, quite the speech. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was yeah. fantastic. He, I mean, he was going for, it was probably about a good hour and a half, I'd say, right? I just thought his speech was so smart because he, yeah. he talked a little bit about everyday politics, you know, because it's a good platform going into 2020. He went after Bernie Sanders for wanting the Boston bomber to vote. But he kept it really focused on the Second Amendment and Second Amendment rights of every American. And he brought right. those three people on stage. Because you always hear from the left that you know people don't actually defend themselves with guns, not yeah. to mention AR-15s. Yeah. And he brought three people on stage to tell their individual stories of how they defended their lives or yeah. stopped an attack with a gun, yeah. with an AR-15 to yeah. be specific. So that's how he connects with people. Yeah. Is he, he lets other people tell their stories yeah. and he you know, connects with them on just a deep personal level and says it to the world. Yeah. It's amazing. And that story was insane. The one where the guy used his AR-15 rifle to, to stop an attack. The the attacker decapitated one of his co-workers. Right. Like, that is just... And he would have he was, yeah. he would have decapitated another woman yeah. if he hadn't stopped him from doing it. Yeah. And so, that was right. a terrorist attack, by the way. It was. That yeah. was yeah. I thought that, that was, was not the... It sounded yeah. like a terrorist yeah. attack. It was a terrorist <laughs> attack. It, was, it wasn't just like any kind of regular attack. But anyway, um... So yeah, I thought that what he said was awesome, and mm -hmm. Vice President Mike Pence spoke before him and introduced him, and I thought gave more of policy-oriented yeah, speech. Yeah, he always does. That's yeah. how it was last yeah. year. Yeah, too. which you know was fine. Um, but Trump was very specific, very smart, and he announced some news. Yeah, big he's news. He's sending a request to the Senate to stop yep. the ratification process of the UN uh, Arms Trade Treaty, which has been sitting in the Senate for a couple of years now. And that's something that conservatives and the Heritage Foundation and the NRA have been calling for to be dead yeah. for a long time because of the insane yeah. overreach that this treaty engages in. It was a backdoor oh, yeah. gun ban. Oh yeah, we I mean, shouldn't, I mean, it, we shouldn't it, be It getting... did all the work that, that Kamala Harris wants, wants to get done. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> well, we, we certainly shouldn't be giving our sovereignty over to the UN of all places. Yeah, yeah we, so... We don't need that Euro trash over here. Just to remind <laughs> people of what the treaty entails, and this was negotiated by Secretary of State Hillary Clinton mm -hmm. and President Barack Obama, who supported it. Um, this is from Forbes. The UN Arms Trade Treaty enacts tougher licensing requirements, creating additional bureaucratic red tape for legal firearms ownership in America confiscates and destroys all unauthorized, air quotes, civilian firearms, exempting those owned by the government, mm -hmm. bans the trade, sale, and private ownership of all semi-automatic weapons, any that have magazines, even though they still operate in the one same one, one trigger pull, one, you know, one right. shot, not automatic, creates an international gun registry, uh, setting the stage for full gun confiscation. That's right. the, the most egregious of all of Right, them. I mean, you get the it's point, the, right? And this yeah. is something that was supported by uh, the left when Obama was in office because they couldn't get gun control done legislatively or politically when he was in office. And right. so this is something that they got out of the UN that they approved that actually got over to the Senate and has been sitting there. And people would say, well, it's old news. Why is he bringing this up now? I haven't talked about it for since 2013. Well, they just want it to be gone so that if another administration comes in, they don't have the chance, or if the Senate turns over to Democrats, they don't have a chance to actually ratify it. Yeah. Right, and that's something that we as Second Amendment supporters have wanted for a long time since they even brought it up. Yeah. So, you know, in a way, he's kind of 
doing what he said he would and protecting the Second Amendment and American sovereignty at the same time. Well, and the, of course, going back to the UN and all yeah. of their competence and all that kind of stuff, you know, of course, just like the human rights panels that they have, they were mm -hmm. going to have regimes like Iran overseeing the implementation of the UN treaty when they are like the biggest arms traffickers to terrorist organizations yeah. in the world, but they were going right. to try and control Americans and what they could actually purchase or own. That's insane. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. I mean, it, it's crazy that we would let the UN control anything, let alone yeah. basically override the Second Amendment, right. which protects the rest also, of the Constitution. Yeah. International gun registry? Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. I don't think so. As yeah. Trump said, I don't think so. I don't think that's happening. <laughs> yeah, good go luck. Go let's go register guns in the Middle East. Yeah, yeah I was about to say, or, or the Afri all the African militias yeah. and warlords. Right. I'm sure they'll sign everyone up. Yeah, everyone's going to sign up and register. <laughs> yeah. And, and then so after President Trump went at the forum, we were there for Steve Scalise's speech, yeah. the yeah. minority whip. And, you know, he, he has a particularly unique angle having survived an assassination attempt, yeah. but still supporting the right to keep and bear arms because he understands that it was the good guy with the guns that saved his life. Right. Like he, he would have died without them, the Secret Service and his details stepping in. Or was it, it was Capitol, it was Capitol Police. Police. Yeah, it was Capitol Police. His, his, it was his detail, but yeah. his Capitol Police detail. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that his story, which has been completely buried by the media, mm -hmm. has been buried by the House. You know, the Democrats just took over the House in, in November, and they held a hearing on gun control about a month ago. And they had people who, you know, have a different opinion than Steve Scalise, who are also survivors of not assassination attempts, but attempted murder, at right, least, right. who have a different opinion. And that's fine. But the Democrats blocked Steve Scalise from testifying about gun violence at this panel hearing because he has a pro Second Amendment point of view right. and doesn't want to just ban firearms. And if you listen to his story, it's just so compelling to listen to him talk about his harrowing experience. And I remember covering, I remember the morning that happened. Oh, yeah. And it, yeah. like it was yesterday. And, yeah. you know, for him to come out. It was not far out, from, you know, where we live. Us, yeah, yeah. yeah. And for him to come out of that is, is he even said a stronger Second Amendment supporter than he was before. Mm -hmm. And bringing that message not only here, but across the country to let people know that, you know, there's evil in the world. Right. It's going to happen. It's yeah. horrible. We can't prevent everything. But by taking guns away from people, you make them sitting ducks. And mm -hmm. if he had a security detail, they would have all been dead. Yeah. Yeah. Because they mean, were trapped in a fence. Like right. there's nowhere to go. Right. Nowhere to yeah. go. And he was telling the story about how he was shot while playing second base and basically crawled into the outfield until his arms gave out because he was losing so much blood. Right. And then, you know, he went into the story about how he was basically having a conversation with God and just praying to live. You know, he didn't want his daughter to walk down the aisle. And like, you know, I'm not too emotional of a guy, but that was making me teary eyed. Oh, like, it, it's just like you <laughs> I've know, got to document this moment. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it was. But uh, you know, for him to tell that story, I think was really awesome. And most people, I mean, for a while there, it looked like he was going to die. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. was having oh, yeah. surgery after surgery, and, and now he's walking. I mean, with a cane. But to see him come out there and you know, I mean, that, throw his fist yeah. up, that was awesome. When I remember him going into the hospital and then yeah. getting worse. Yeah. And then it was like, we're not and the, and the sure. Round, and the then. round that was used was was an AK forty seven round, a seven six two by thirty. Now it's it went like basically like it hollowed out it shattered yeah. insides, like went through his leg and um, yeah, because it hit him, hit him in the pelvis sideways. and then like yeah. and then uh, who was the congressman who was uh, he, he was a he was a medical doctor in the army. Mm -hmm. What was his name? Saved his life. Tourniquet. 
Oh, oh, uh, Brad Wenstrup? Yes. Yep. Yes. SAE brother. Yes. And even your guys' favorite, Jeff Flake, helped yeah. out too. He did, yes. He did. No, he didn't, he didn't do anything. He, <laughs> yes, he, he ran away. Yes, he did. He ran away. He helped. <laughs> to, to his he credit. Helped. To his credit, yes. <laughs> One thing they liked. Probably. Yeah. And, it, you know, I remember that day because we were, basically all the roads were closed off. Yeah. yeah. We couldn't even yeah. get through that area to get to the office. Yeah. yeah. And... You know, that, that's just one of the crazier events in our history. Well, and I think it just... It could have been a lot worse. Yeah. That's why the Second Amendment is such a... It's such a personal issue, because when you want to disarm people, mm -hmm. you're making it so that they can't defend the life that they have. Right. Which is a human right mm -hmm. and a civil liberty. Yeah. And you're taking away that ability. And, you know, one of the speakers today, her husband was a police officer who, yeah. who worked the night shift. Yep. And to me, that proves the point that she was home alone yeah. by herself. And the police, even her husband, who's a police officer, yeah. with all due respect in the world, yeah. can't be there no. when things happen. Like, they yeah. just right. can't be there the second it happens. Yeah. And you have to be able to have a, a, at least a choice about whether you're going to be able to defend yourself or not. Yeah. <clears throat> and and Stephen Wilford was there, and he spoke at last year's and our annual meeting as well. But he was the guy who confronted the Sutherland Springs church mm -hmm. shooter. And he said, you know, his daughter had called 911, but, and they were aware that the shooting was happening, but... They couldn't wait. Yeah. yeah they round couldn't wait. He went out there. And yeah. He confronted the guy and ended up saving probably a lot more lives. Yeah. Well, it's, it was amazing to watch those people who took proactive action, knowing that they could be killed, mm -hmm. and they went into the line of fire, and then to be so enraged about what happened in Parkland, where a trained sheriff's deputy just sat outside. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the stark contrast of that just was yeah. pretty amazing. Oh, yeah. It, the, the trained police officer right. just sitting there doing right. nothing. Whereas yeah. you have these civilian stories of people, yeah. you know, getting, not, not that police officers don't, but yeah. this guy didn't, and it was one of the most right. horrific school shootings in the country, and it could have been at least stopped. Yeah, yeah. and there's um, countless examples of NRA members across the country yeah. confronting shooters and, and taking them down. Yep. And it's it's amazing, I mean, to think of how many lives have been saved. Yeah, they never get credit for that. No, so. Which is why I liked how Trump used, like, you know, quality media time yeah. to... Right. To, to make sure those stories are heard. It's because now they can't ignore them. Now the media right. has to put, you know. They're going to endorse me. Yes, they have to. Yeah. <laughs> they have to have the cameras on them. And uh, I thought that was good. That was really, yeah, that was really yeah. funny when he was talking about how the media would be dead without me. Yeah. They yeah. love me. They should they're totally going to endorse me. <laughs> like they're going to be broke. They're going to yep. love when I come back. What yep. else do they have to do? Yeah. And um, <laughs> the, tra so the travel bans. <laughs> Oh, well, no, yeah. No, but we were talking about the lower court. I'm talking about the higher court. No, no, they don't want to talk about that. These people are so dishonest. It's yeah. like a district that I will not name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he says, But I think you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best when he says, I'm not going to say it, but this is what I would yeah. have said. Yeah. It was a yeah. certain senator who gave us a thumbs down. I won't say his name, but he was from Arizona. Yeah. And as you can hear, we've got a lot of kids walking around here. Yeah. <laughs> people are starting early. They're getting yeah. the kids Which is into great. the Second Amendment it's early. diverse. There's many, yeah, it's, it's Well, that's here, so it's yeah, diverse. it's very diverse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. And, <laughs> no, but there's lots of kids, the next generation. Yeah. And, you know. uh, yeah. and Vice President Pence in his speech was also was hitting on the socialism mm -hmm. aspect of things. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it's not just this election yes. that's coming up. Right. It's the generation. Yeah, yeah. We absolutely. need to win this generational yeah. battle because socialism, and they had a video before the speeches began, and I forget what her name was, but she was from Venezuela. Oh, and she yeah. was talking about Gabby how. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And and she was talking about how you know so many years ago, they took away all the guns. Because she's from there. She's yeah. from Venezuela. Right, right, right. And look what happened now. And the same, there was a guy uh, from Iran, mm -hmm. and I forget what his name is, but he was talking about how the oppressive government took the guns, 
as a means to just do whatever the hell they wanted to. Yeah. And Steve Scalise talked a little bit about that too in the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina when mm -hmm. the police decided they were going to be in charge and they came in and they started confiscating guns, leaving yeah. people completely defenseless while the government failed to provide resources and looting was happening and right. people yeah. were stuck in their homes for days. Right. Yeah. Chaos ensued. So, you know, being here is... I like the NRA because you're here with salt of the earth people yeah. from all right. over the country. So, yeah. you know, they always hold the NRA in a place like Indiana or, or Texas mm -hmm. or Arizona yeah. or Tennessee. Yep. And I think next year is Nashville, I think. Is it Nashville yeah. again? And yeah. just you, you get to just walk around and it's like awesome. middle America, normal yeah, people, people. Who, believe, people. who believe in the American way yep. and American yeah. principles and the Constitution and the American flag, who much of them are military or former military. Mm -hmm. We're law enforcement. Um, law, lots of law enforcement, people who truly believe in the values of the Second Amendment. And it's just really nice to be around those kinds of people. Oh, absolutely. Not like those trash our people. people who attend the She the People conference. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she the people. We're sending you there next year. Oh, oh my God. Special correspondent. Oh. We once in met to Triggered Nation. Yeah, I went yeah, there. I can't believe great. he yeah, went there. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Uh, you should, uh, did you tell them who you were? Uh, no. <laughs> you, guys yeah. should, you guys should do Triggered from Netroots next year. I know, right? I think now they, they probably would, I would not be uh, given a media credential, but at the time, yeah. yeah, I was able to slither in there and was I think it was me and Caleb Power fake protesting the, the water shortages. Oh, Detroit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> whose water? Our water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, so uh, what's on tap the rest of the day? You're going to be going over. I'm going to head over to the floor. All right. To the floor to check out, you know, what's going on, see some people. And then later we're going to go to the auction. And, uh, yeah, the NRA gonna, ILA they're auction. Raise some money the gold some plated stuff. 1911s are mine, everybody. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. we got to raise some money for 2020. Yes. Yeah. It's here. So it's uh, going to be fun to just walk around and talk to people, see what the vibe is, how people are feeling. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's always kind of get, good to put your finger on the pulse and see what's going on. Yeah, so, for sure. I feel like We're the gonna... vibe here is a lot ener more energetic this year. Um, yeah. I think last year, not that it was bad last year, but it seemed like, like we just... 2016 was so exhausting. Everyone right. was like, I yeah. need a breather. Yeah. But yeah. I think this year. And it, things have ramped up, too, in the yeah. last year with the attacks on yeah. on capitalism, on yeah. freedom, on the flag. I mean, there's so much yeah. that's happened in the past year. It feels like it's been yeah. a decade and already. We now you have. Know? People much... feel like they're under attack again. Yeah. Yeah. I think last year was a feeling of, like, satisfaction. Like, yeah. we're, right. we're good right now. Yeah. And, but this year, it's like, well, you got, like, Eric yeah. Swalwell right. saying you might nuke yeah. gun owners. Yeah. And then you and forcibly arrest everybody that doesn't right. give up their gun. Right. Kamala, Kamala Harris, Harris well, she's going to do something yeah, with executive yeah. orders on gun control. So you know it's coming. Yeah. The yeah. fight's back. Yeah. So. yeah. So. And we're going to go take Please a give. walk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Please give to the NRA. Yeah. Um, we're going to go take a walk around the exhibit hall and, and take a shot of the whole floor. On a full walkthrough, we'll have a time lapse video for you guys, and that'll be coming up on townhall.com's Facebook page. Um, we're gonna have another podcast episode with the Washington Free Beacon Second Amendment writer Stephen Gatowski. Yes, who's uh, who's terrible guy. Yeah. He's, I, I no, think Steve's he, a great guy. He's been, Steve's guys, very kind. He's been live tweeting from the Everytown account because that's where he really works. <laughs> yeah. Just FYI, it's he's okay. He's so appalled <laughs> when we tell him that you said that. All right, guys, thanks a lot for tuning in. Thanks for joining us, thanks, Katie. Guys. Thanks, Katie. See you soon.